We're going, we don't need roads. Welcome, and before we get too far into it, this review contains spoilers. So, a simple favour. We're doing it. We're just yeah. doing it. So we watched this film uh, no more than 12 hours ago, really. That's right. Did we went. Yeah. We saw. We saw. And we kicked its ass. No. Well, I was just thinking, did anything kick ass? Well, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. So look, let's have a quick look at it. It's uh, directed by Paul Feig, who who you will know directed Ghostbusters. Yes. Um, the, the new, the new uh, one. Yep. Yep. Sorry, the new one. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> with the girls. He also directed uh, Heat with um, Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah. Uh, not, uh, not Melissa uh, McCarthy. He likes he, doing films that have names that of, like, I go, oh, oh, no, that's right. It's not that one. Yeah. And Heat. Spy. And Spy. Oh, okay. With yeah, Melissa yeah. McCarthy as McCarthy, well. Yeah. So, look, he knows how to make a fairly good looking film and he attracts a good cast as well. Yeah, definitely uh, attracts a good cast. So this one here was uh, was particularly a great cast for me in Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively, who were the main players. Mm. And, and, and we discussed this last night where mm. I don't have any attachment to uh, any of these actors. I mean, yeah. if anything... It's the um, guy from Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, Henry Golding. Yeah. Henry Golding, who, who I saw only a few weeks ago yeah. that I probably have the most attachment to. So I have, I have no attachment to him because I haven't seen Crazy Rich, uh, but i obviously seen uh, Age of Adeline with Blake yeah. and The Shallows. And Shallows is a fun, good-looking film, and I like it for that yeah. and Blake. But Age of Adeline, you have to watch that film. It, it, it's a great – it's a – it's uh, it'll stand the test of time. It's okay. a bit of a classic. Yeah. Um, what what it, genre is it? A known classic almost. What's um, the genre? It's drama sci- with a sprinkle of sci-fi. Oh, okay. It's drama it's, and she's fantastic. Uh, and then you're Anna Kendrick who obviously we know from Pitch Perfect. Yes, yep. And I, I saw one of those when you and I went to the red carpet of uh, Pitch Perfect yeah, 3. Yeah, Pitch Perfect 3, yep. That's, that's all I know of Anna Kendrick. And I, 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 like I first know and I first took note of Anna in Up in the Air, which was a Jason Reitman film with George Clooney. Oh, uh, oh really, of, really like that. Of course, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's great. Yeah, but then she's really just done pitch one, pitch two, and pitch three. Yeah. Voiceovers in movies like Trolls and things like that, right? Yeah. So, but look, this is a slightly different genre for everybody here. Yeah. So, firstly, Paul, the director, he um he's known for his comedy and slight. Action, so comedy and then action comedy, yeah, like the Heat or Spy. Uh, this one is a, a, th- a thriller. <laughs> I has it's, it's a, sorry. <laughs> hang on, I'm going to rephrase this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a, and we'll talk about this in our little review here. Yeah. But it, it's a black comedy dressed up as a thriller. Okay, that's the way I'm going to position this film. Now, um, so it's a sheep in wolf's clothing. Could be, yeah. Now, is rather that wolf, than a wolf in sheep's clothing? Yeah, is mm. the wolf something we want to watch? Well, that's what we're here to discuss, really. <laughs> uh, and I thought, uh, and Blake Lively and um, Anna, I think they've been like kind of 
slight thrillers before. I'm trying to think of something, to be honest. But yeah. it's slightly different for them as well. well Certainly well, the black comedy element. So what are your non-spoiler quick thoughts on this? Oh, this is not... <laughs> this is non-spoiler. <laughs> uh, I've already done the... It's a black comedy dressed up in a, as a thriller. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. Thought we should warn everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we're spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoops. Uh, yeah. um, we should have a little... Um, yeah, the front. definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, I enjoyed watching this film. Yeah. Uh, it was fun for the most part. I really enjoyed the first half. Yes. And that was the thriller that I was expecting, wanting, and got. Yeah. It was kind of setting itself up as a, a nice little thriller, nice little throwback to the 90s kind of thriller, you know. Yeah. I love the two girls together. They were fantastic, and they were really working well off each other. Blake Lively's character was really fun. She was, yeah, so, she was good. so good. Really hard to do, I think, to be that, re- um, you know, I'm kind of nice, and you, you might like me a little bit, but then I'm just going to turn and Bitch. snap a little bit yeah. and show you that, in fact, no. She was walking the line of love hate the whole time, you know. Yeah. And and then Anna played that uh, typical kind of um um you know fun mum school mum, uh, and she played that really well and really camped it up yes. to a point where you know it was um not over the top. Yeah. Until it was time to go over the top. Until it was time. <laughs> anyway, um yeah, look, they had really good chemistry, and I enjoyed that whole setup. And it was getting to a mystery part where you go, right, okay, what's this all about? Something happens and you're like, okay, so what's the twist? What's the reveal going to be? Mm. And, and you kind of look forward to that, the setup, yeah? That's yes. the way you set up Yeah, is. I mean that, that, that whole setup uh, to me had flavours of uh, Fear with Mark Wahlberg yeah. and Reese Witherspoon, yeah. uh, which I, I adore that film because yeah, uh, of how of a, much of a clean thriller it is. Yeah. Um, and then uh, also – the elements of that kind of hand that rocks the cradle. Yeah. Though that that style of thriller. Um, yeah, and I think uh, what you're trying to work out is who's the who's the villain in this movie. Yeah. Who's going to turn out to be the bunny boiler, you know. And that's kind of what you're trying to work out because they both have tendencies that could definitely go that way, right? Yeah, it could, it could be the husband. Yeah, it could be the husband. Yeah, yeah. it could be. Um, yeah, so that's all fun. Uh, so, and it looks good. Yes. It looks really good. and um, But then it takes a bit of a, a turn for me and <laughs> um, it goes in an in a area, in a place that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Now that's maybe over years, you know, 30 years have been built up to what a thriller should look like and especially 90s thrillers. They're quite just straight down the line. And, and, you know, I guess these days movies like Gone Girl are the only kind of thrillers that cut through because they we've seen it all and done it all with thrillers. So... Gone Girl cuts through because it certainly is different, you know. Yes. Um, and that's really the only thriller that's kind of cut through in the last 10 years. I mean, you got, you know, you've got the remake of um, uh, The Girl with the – what's it called? The Girl in the Hornet's Nest? No. The Girl That Played With Fire? No, that's the sequel. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, The Girl That Played With Fire. Um, that <laughs> I fell that off one, those films very early. The David Fincher one. <laughs> I'm going to find out because – uh, the skull tattoo or something? Yeah, yeah. The dragon's, dragon's tattoo. tattoo. Yeah, the girl with the dragon's <laughs> tattoo. Oh my god, um, the girl with the dragon's <laughs> tattoo, which was which was a good conventional thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you had the girl on the train, which was obviously uh, you know compared. Everything was compared to Gone Girl, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. The thrillers have been really hard to do because we've seen it all, done it all. So when this film takes a right turn and becomes what it 
is what I guess what the director intended it to be, which yeah. was a black comedy. Yeah. Um, it really took me by surprise. The more I think about that, the more I think, well, did he do that because going down the conventional route would be like just we've seen it all before. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, the closest film I could get to how the structure of this movie went, like you said, it's a big setup. It's all in one tone. It's all in one genre. Yep. Takes a turn, different tone, different genre, <laughs> just completely different. So the closest one I could come up with, and I'm sure you'll guess, is uh, A Dust Till Dawn because that was a sort yep. of a drama action for most Road of movie, that film, yeah. road yeah. movie. Yeah. And then it has a switch yeah. to horror yeah. and quite bloody at that. So that kind of worked because it took you by surprise, but the, the tones of the film were kind of still grim and dirty and dusty, if you know what I'm saying, yeah. right? And this, it made sense with the story that yeah. was unfolding in front yeah. of them. But you didn't quite see it, yeah. right? This one here, a problem I think I've got with this film, and maybe it takes a second watch, is the humour isn't particularly there in the first half. It's a bit cheeky, yeah. maybe, but it's not black. No. You, you, you've, you're kind of laughing because they're relieving a bit of tension uh, because you're being so built up by Blake Lively and, yeah. and, and how on edge she puts you. Yeah that anything that happens with Anna Kendrick that's slightly cutesy or something like that, it's like, oh, it's hilarious. Oh, thank God. Oh, breathe. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But then, but then it turns into that black comedy, which is kind of like, uh, you know, um, Very Bad Things meets an episode of Desperate Housewives. And it just didn't quite sit well with me because yeah. I wasn't – it caught me off guard. Now, that I, I love when things catch me off guard, you know, yeah. but for all the right reasons. And, again, it's this, this tonal shift – that I have problems with. Yeah. What film do you want to be? Yes. Do you want yeah. to be a thriller or do you want to be a black comedy? You can be both. You can be a black comedy that's a thriller, but be the black comedy thriller all the way through. Yeah. You know, that, that, yeah. in my opinion, that's what it should be, you know. I mean, things like Dust or Dawn, you're right. I mean, okay, that was a road movie thriller and then becomes a horror, but there were still horrific moments in that first half. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that lets and, you know what you're in for. And gore Definitely, and yeah. stuff like that, you know. Anyway, um... And, and, the, and Cheech and Chong, um, you know, basically <laughs> smoking marijuana, which suggests that this film's about to go a little crazy for you. <laughs> yes. Um, look, uh. the, good, the good things from this film, uh, the, the three actors actually, even even um, the, the guy, he, I mean, I thought they were really good and yeah. I loved Blake Lively in this. She was my favourite. Yeah. Followed by Anna Kendrick, I thought she was really good. Yes. And Henry Golding had a good presence about him too. I, the first time I've seen him, so it was, it was quite good. Yeah. Um, actually, another little uh, bit role was the, um, the, the uh, detective. Um, who was, oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't work out who was played by, but he was quite amusing as well actually. Just having a bit of fun with the whole thing. He was very sarcastic, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that sort of humour sat in well with what was going on. But it yes. still wasn't black comedy. No. No, uh, it was just being sense. cheeky, right? Yeah. Now, when I – I didn't know it was directed by Paul Feig. And when that came up at the beginning, I'm like, oh, a what? What? Yeah. What am I in for here? So that kind of threw me off guard as well. And now it makes sense why he did this film, you yeah. know, why he was attracted to it or maybe he wrote it. I'm not sure. But um, well, we can just have a look. <laughs> but yeah, um, I I don't know. I, I kind of left with a bit of a sour taste in my mouth with this film. Yes, because I yeah. was I really enjoyed the setup as we talked about. The end for me almost feels like a a scream reveal. Yeah, like, you're you know, right. The, yeah. the last the last five minutes when it's all the reveals going. Oh, it was he. It was she. It was he. It was whatever. I'm not saying all the twists come out yes. on the table. Yeah, 
And it was like I'm watching Scream 1, the last act, or 2 or 3 or 4, where they just go, right, it was him, it was her. It was yeah. a Scooby-Doo moment. You yep. know what I mean? And, but the whole time I was waiting, uh, still, and I still didn't believe that we had gone this way. So I was still waiting for that thriller snap yeah. from one of the characters to bring you back into a normality. Yeah. Uh, mm. And that really never came. Yeah. So when the credits rolled, I kind of, I didn't even think about staying. I, I just thought I have to leave now. Yeah. Yeah, it's you almost know. like you've been... Um, uh, fooled almost because and here's the thing when the black humor hits in the second half yeah it's grating as well because you're not in that mood you know so when the when a black yeah. humor line delivers you're like hang on where did that come from yeah you know you got suddenly you got characters who are just playing kind of fun but normal characters delivering this real black humor uh where they don't care about death or anything like that you're like what yeah, and you, yeah, you're right. You don't it's hard really to swallow. And it, it might second watch. It might actually be funny, mm. but because you aren't prepared for it, it, it takes a while, and then you've missed all that chance of humour. Sure. The first time. I just wish it was maybe a little bit cheekier or upfront, or a bit more black up front, so that when it does, kind of really take the turn, you're yeah. more susceptible to and, it. And I just wished it stayed with its ninety thriller, thriller yeah. roots. Yeah. Um, because. I don't think we've had many films like that over the last 10, 15 years. No, not at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I really enjoyed them. And this is not someone, you know, trying to reach for the past. And But yeah. those films were good for a reason and they were scary without actually having anything, you know, gory happen. Yeah. And this is where this was set up to be. It was so good. You were edge of your seat, heart pumping. Mm. And... I just wanted to, to cap off. I would have walked out of that cinema. I would have raved about it to everybody. Got to see this film. The acting's brilliant. Um, setup's brilliant. Drop's brilliant. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. But as we are, we're sitting here saying, well, the ending was good if the beginning also matched it. Yeah. The beginning was sensational, but the ending wasn't great because it didn't match it. Yeah. We just don't get, yeah. And I say this a lot on the podcast is, you know, what kind of film do you want to be? Yeah. And we, we talk, you know, we've talked about it in the past with films like The Predator and, and things like that and, and this movie in particular. Tell me what tone you want to be, set, set it up and then deliver on that. I don't mind if it's wacky or black or zany or comi, comedy or action, whatever, but know what you want to be. And, and I'm seeing all these films that are coming out now, even things like Justice League, that they don't really stay true to what they set out to be. And I don't know whether it's suit influences like executive influences happening so much yeah. that that it's just or or we've seen it all before so hollywood's just trying to make something different to cut through it could even be a little bit of that but yeah. then that for the most part they don't work i don't know i, I just want to i want to see a film the way it was intended to be now i'm not saying yeah. a simple favor was not intended to be like this it probably was yeah i think it was written by paul Feig, so it makes sense right but i don't know i just Maybe he was trying to just be a bit too tricky or something. But having said all that, I do know of a few people who really rave about this film. You know, yeah. I can't rave about it, uh, but I did have fun. Yeah, we 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 can rave about lots of it. Yeah, just not the whole film. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, were... the last act for me really let it down. That's my personal opinion. Yes. It's also my personal opinion. Yeah. It's our joint, the movie guy's opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we watched it with uh, Samantha, my daughter, and, and she walked out really quite positive. Um, yeah. She really kind of had fun with it, enjoyed it, and I think she could see the humour in it 
maybe earlier than we could or something. Yeah, I don't know. Because, completely. Uh, maybe we, you and I were expecting a different film. Yeah. Perhaps. I'm not sure. So, look, for that for that alone, it could be worth a second watch. I'm definitely not going to run out and watch it at the movies again. No, no. But, look, it's something you could easily pop on on Netflix or something quite easily. It's an easy watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although probably 15 minutes too long for that genre. But other I'll, than that. I'll still recommend it. Yeah, I won't be recommending people go to the cinema unless they really are massive fans of Blake Lively yeah. or Anna Kendrick. But... As soon as it comes out on, um, you know, home entertainment, yeah, uh, it's definitely a good Friday Saturday night movie. It's like um, you know, remember the movie with uh, 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 Killers with um, did you ever see that? No. With um, Killers. Yeah, is it Killers or Killer Killers? Um, with Catherine Heigl and um, what's the other guy's name? Ashton Kutcher. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know why I would have missed you that movie. You would have seen it unless yeah. you were. At uh, school, but um, oh, yeah, I know. I, look, it's a, just a black comedy. It's another one of those black comedy thrillers, but it was a black comedy thriller from the get go. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty was, sure I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and look, as, as my point to all that is that they're easy watches, they're fun, you know. But um, this was just a bit of a took a, a turn that was a little bit strange for me in the end. But uh, look, it's it's still a decent look, you know, what it's somewhat original, right? And we have to we have to give credit to that. Yeah, and as you as you said, your your daughter of the younger generation, uh, you know, really enjoyed it. Mm. So uh, if that's what films are for, great. I want yeah. people to enjoy it. So and Blake Lively's fashion is on point. I know. I wanted to wear the clothes that she <laughs> had. Honestly, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, she looked. She looked amazing. I know. Yeah. And I wanted to look that amazing. <laughs> we <laughs> need to have a chat. Did you see this. what I was wearing <laughs> last night? <laughs> I just don't try anymore. <laughs> so the uh, consensus. Uh, Whilst a simple favour is fun with a great cast, uh, takes a bit of a turn for it could either could either be for the positive or negative. Depends on where your head and chemistry is uh, made up from. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was a bit of a negative turn in the last act, but uh, and I'd recommend it for home entertainment. Cool, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. Guys, uh, if you can, jump onto iTunes, rate us. We would love that. Uh, or go to Facebook or Instagram at Off Topic with the Movie Guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>